Hello everyone, today we are heading to Canada, to the super cool fort I got to visit when I was a kid. Also, of course, we'll visit the Pretendomatic and check in with Jonah. Last time it seemed like he was really going through an intense ordeal. Whoa. And of course, we have our what's it, our random nature fact, game show, and so much more. I'm so glad that you're joining me here today on God's Great Earth. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. My name is Rich Aguilera and as I said, we have some pretty cool stuff that we're going to go do today and I can't wait and I'm so glad you're here. Are you ready? Let's go. As always, I love to start off every single episode with a brain teaser to sharpen our brains. And of course, the very cool thing about this is that you guys are the ones sending them in from all over the world. I just love that. All right, so let's get to it. Ready? Here we go. This is the one that was sent from Mitch in Pleasant Hill, California. Here we go. We break, yet never fall. What falls, yet never breaks. <laughs> okay, wow. We break, yet never fall. And what falls, yet never breaks. All right, interesting. Of course, you have a little bit of time to think about it. Thank you, Mitch, for sending that in. And of course, we will always come back at the end of the episode so that we can reveal the answer and see how many of you were able to figure that out. Remember, if you have a brain teaser that you'd like to send and have us use on the show, we would love to receive it and use it on the show. So please go to our website at godsgreatearth.com and you will see a form right there to send them straight in to us. Thank you so much for sending those in. And now it is time for the greatest adventure. Today's God's Great Earth adventure is called The Ultimate Fort. When I was little, my dad loved to pile us in the car and do summer road trips. Every year we'd take a long trip, but sometimes we'd take shorter ones or for a long weekend. Growing up in Massachusetts, we once decided our road trip would be to head north to Canada. My dad was always hunting for a new place to explore, and on this particular trip, we decided to head to Halifax, Nova Scotia. As we left the U.S. behind, we first entered New Brunswick and drove through the beautiful countryside. Then we entered Nova Scotia and made our way towards Halifax. We spent a couple days in the area, but what I remembered the most was visiting Fort George on Citadel Hill. Right in Halifax, there's this hill that overlooks the entire city. And as a young boy, I was quite thrilled when I got a chance to visit a real fort. And when we went inside, there was much more to see. Every hour, there was this neat ceremony for the changing of the sentry guard. A bagpipe was playing in the background with the sentry guards wearing their traditional regiments marching around. I remember admiring their tall, fuzzy hats as they performed several military maneuvers and fired their guns as part of the exhibition. Wow! My favorite part was when they rolled out a cannon and proceeded to load it. I was wondering to myself, whoa, will they fire the cannon? Sure enough, they fired it with a big boom. As a kid, I would daydream of having a fort and defending it against attackers. The Bible teaches that God is our fortress in time of trouble. Sometimes we think that we can just solve all our problems on our own, but God invites us into his fortress 
to take refuge with him. Why face the enemy alone when you can have God on your side? Ask him today to surround you with his fortress of protection and love. The Bible says he cares for those who trust in him. Nahum 1.7 says, The Lord is good, a refuge in time of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. And now it is time for a what's it? What was that thing we heard? Of course, I am about to play a sound for you, something from nature, something God made, but we don't really know what it is. And your job is to listen and see if you can figure out what is making this sound. All right, are you ready? Here is the sound for today. think about that for a little bit and of course I'll come back at the end of our episode and I will reveal the answer of what was making that sound alrighty everyone it is time to go visit the pretendomatic that of course is my pretend time machine and of course since we know Bible characters were real people it is super fun to go back and pretend to talk to them interview them and we have been talking to Jonah and boy, his story is just getting more and more exciting every day. So let's uh, program our Pretendomatic and uh, see if we can catch up with him. Uh, hello, Jonah. Ah, you're back. Yeah, and whoo, boy, do you still smell? Yes, I know. That's not going to change until I can get cleaned up. Right. So, Jonah, last time we talked, you were telling me you were now inside a fish or, or whale or some kind of large sea creature. That's right. Which, of course, explains this lovely smell. Yeah, right. Um, so then at that point, you decided to start praying. That's correct. So um, I'm not trying to pry into your private world, but would you be willing to share what you prayed about? Certainly, it's no secret, and it's no secret that I had colossally messed up, so I started to pray about my situation. Wow, okay, I see. Uh, so, like, what did you say? Oh, I prayed about how I got in trouble, but God heard my cry. I prayed about how I got thrown into the sea and how my head was all tangled in seaweed, how I thought that this was the end for me, but God brought me back and gave me another chance. You know, that kind of stuff. Wow, nice. Uh, almost sounds poetic. Yeah, no, no, not really, not even close. I mean, I spent three days in there, so I guess I may have gotten good at writing and memorizing poetry. Wow, yeah, I, I suppose. Just thinking about it is kind of disgusting. I mean, you smell horrible now, but inside the fish? Yeah, m much worse. Wow, so w what happened next? Oh, well, as always, God answered my prayer. Nice. Yeah, apparently God commanded the fish to, uh, to what? Well, vomit me onto this beach here. Ooh, ee. That sounds disgusting. Smells disgusting too, remember? Right, yeah. I'm still here and you're still stinking it up, Jonah. You really need a shower or something. Right, soon, but not yet. Oh, uh, why? What, what happened? Well, just a little while ago, right after I got vomited on this beach, God spoke to me again. Oh boy, really? What, what did he say this time? Um, yeah, uh, well, let's just say that God wasn't messing around anymore. After this whole thing on the boat... After the whole whale thing with the whole big fish? Yeah, 
Uh, what? Yeah, well, let's just say God meant business. Oh boy, I wonder what God told Jonah now. Well, we'll come back and talk to Jonah again in a few minutes. Hello everyone, I hope you're enjoying the show today. Did you know that I also love to write books? Yep, and I have one that I would like to give to you for free. It's called Firewalkers, part of our Bible Time Adventure series. There's several books in the series, actually, because we have uh, Fire from the Sky and The Queen's Crisis, The Favorite Son, The Faithful Slave, Prison Dreamer. These are all cool books because they basically uh, write the story about Bible characters, but we see them from the point of view of a couple of kids that were there and saw the whole thing. Like I said, I'd like to give you Firewalkers for free so you can kind of try out the series and take a look. As always, we're trying to figure out how to make the Bible stories exciting for kids to read. So if you want to take me up on the free book offer, just go to our website, godsgreatearth.com, and click on the free book offer. Alrighty, it is now time for today's random nature fact. 8,000 feet above sea level, perched high in one of the most difficult to reach parts of the Andes Mountains in Peru, is one of the most unusual and magnificent natural settings. That is where you will find the lost city of the Incas, Machu Picchu. Unless you've been there, it's hard to explain just how far off the beaten path this place is and how hard it is to get there. Even with the existence of modern roads and transportation, the journey to get there is still complicated and treacherous. And let me tell you though, it was worth it. I've been to this site two times, and both times getting there was quite the adventure since there are no actual roads that can actually take you to the nearby town of Aguascalientes, high up in the mountains. To get there from the nearest civilization, you can either hike about 25 miles through the mountains, or you can take a little train that goes up to Aguascalientes. From there, you can then take a bus up to the ruins, or just hike those last two hours up to the ruins. Both times, we weren't sure if we were going to make it, but in the end, we did. Some of the greatest places to visit require a difficult journey. But if you stay on the path and keep focused, you'll get there and it will be worth it. Of course, I'm referring to heaven as well. The path is narrow and difficult, but it will be worth the journey. Alrighty, it is time for Silly Minutes, a humor break here at The Half. Of course, I have three great jokes that I want to share with you today, and they were sent in by Bella in Aurora, Illinois. Alright, here we go. What do lawyers wear to court? Lawsuits. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Alright, here's the next one. What did one wall say to the other? I'll meet you at the corner. Right. All right. And here's the third one. What do cows read the most? Cattle logs. <laughs> logs. Ah, all right. Love getting those giggles out. Hope you enjoyed those. Thank you, Bella, for sending them in. And of course, if you have some squeaky clean jokes that you would like to share on the show, we would sure love to get them. Please go to our website, godsgreatearth.com, and submit them there on the form. Everyone has a fear of something. They might put on their brave face on the outside, but on the inside they're terrified. And there's nothing wrong with that, it happens to everyone. 
For some people, it's the fear of heights, or fear of the dark, or maybe fear of dogs, or fear of bees. Each type of fear has been given a special name, a phobia. There are hundreds of real phobias that people suffer from. Some seem <laughs> kind of ridiculous, like anemophobia, which is the fear of air. <laughs> and some seem kind of funny, such as tyrannophobia, which is the fear of being tickled by feathers. Some are serious, like agoraphobia, which is the fear of being somewhere that you can't get help. There are people that suffer from each one of these fears, but one fear that a lot of people suffer from is the fear of the unknown. In 1969, NASA sent a rocket to the moon for the first time. The mission carried three astronauts. No one could really say for sure what would happen, or what the moon was like, or what the dangers could be. Neil Armstrong was one of those brave astronauts that went to the moon that first time. Even though he didn't know what would happen, he was the first man to climb down the ladder and walk on the moon. It's been well over 50 years now and we're used to the idea that a person walked on the moon. But back then, many people thought it was an insane idea. They were terrified at the thought. We've all been taught that if it's unfamiliar, it must be dangerous and maybe we should stay away. But don't forget that fear will also fence you in and keep you from opportunity and, and growth. Let's ask God to simply be by our side every time we face a fear. Alrighty, let's get back to the Pretendomatic and our talk with Jonah. And I think I'm going to jump ahead a few days to see what he's been up to. Jonah, hello again. Ah, hello, Mr. Rich. We meet again. What are you doing here, though, in Nineveh? Oh, whoa, wait. The Pretendomatic brought me to Nineveh? What's a Pretendo... whatever? Uh, uh, sorry, never mind. Uh, so, Jonah, real big deal here. You came to Nineveh. Yep, here we are, aren't we? Yeah, so last time we were talking at the beach, when you were smelling... Horrible, revolting, repulsive. Yeah, I know, you can say it. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you were able to clean up. I hope you cleaned up before you came here. Yes, of course. I can't come do God's work smelling like that. So you did come to do God's work then? Yes, of course. I went back to Joppa and just got here to Nineveh, oh, about three days ago. Wow, great. So wh what happened? I mean, if I recall, you were last seen having a pretty big meltdown about not going to Nineveh to the point that you ran away, got on a boat, got tossed off the boat, got chomped by a fish, vomited by a fish, and now, finally, after all that, you are here. Um, yeah, that pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? Nice summary. Glad you came to remind me about the nightmare I just went through. <laughs> Sorry, Jonah, but it is a pretty amazing turnaround. I mean, you were adamant about not coming here. It sounded like there was nothing that would get you to come here, yet here we are. Yeah, right, well, you don't have to rub it in. Let's just say God has plans too, and I don't think we should probably mess around with them much. Right. Good observation. So, what happened? Did God say something? Yeah, you can say that. What? Yeah, so God talked to me again and tells me to get up on my feet and start heading to Nineveh right now. And what did you do, Jonah? Um, yeah, I got up on my feet right now and started heading to Nineveh. Well, it's about time. Yeah, well, some people learn the slow way. Right, I, I can see that. So, what happened when you got here? Well, I found out pretty quickly that the city was huge. It took me three whole days just to walk across Nineveh. I guess I didn't realize how big this city was. 
Wow, three days to walk across the city? Impressive. You said it. So, what did you do? What happened next? Well, once I had scoped out the whole place from one side to the other, God told me to walk into the city for one day and start preaching right there. One day hike in from the edge of Nineveh moving to the center, the inside core of the city. Yep, pretty much. So that's what you did? That's what I did. And that's where we are right now. Wow, okay. Uh, so what happened next? Well, let's just say God let me know what he wanted me to tell these people. What? Um, yeah, it seemed kind of crazy to me at the time, and actually it, it still does, I guess. What? Well, let's just say I was not expecting the reaction I got. Wow, what a turnaround. I wonder what happened next. Well, we'll come back next time and talk to Jonah some more. Alrighty, in just a moment, we're going to check out the answer to today's brain teaser. The What's It? Of course, we're going to see how you do with those five little questions on the game show. Hello, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the show. Enough that you'll consider even supporting us, because believe it or not, the show does not make itself for free. <laughs> it costs a lot of time and money to produce a show, and we are excited that people from all over the world are enjoying them. Literally, last time I checked, there was people from over 60 countries listening on the podcast, on the radio. So if you'd like to partner with us to help us reach even more people, even if it's for just $10 a month, please visit our website, godsgreatearth.com, and you'll see a button there that says support. Thank you so much for helping us spread Jesus to the whole world. All right, everyone, it's journal time. Time to get those journals out. I hope you have one. I like keeping journals because it's a great way to keep track of your thoughts. And by the way, whatever you write down in your journal, it's just for you to read. Maybe you can share it with God, right? So my journaling question for you today is this. What is your favorite book of the Bible and why? And by the way, if you don't have a journal yet, maybe you're just using some blank pages, but you'd like to get a journal to write in, we have an official God's Great Earth journal. And of course, you can pick one up by visiting our website and you'll see a link right there. Alrighty, everyone, it is time for Game Show. Those five little questions. And of course, since you have been paying attention, this should be a piece of cake, hopefully. <laughs> and of course, if you know the answer, go ahead and shout it out as loud as you can. Ready? Here we go with question number one. What was the name of that fort that I visited in Halifax? That's right, Fort George. All right, let's go to question number two. How did Jonah get out of the fish? <laughs> That's right, it vomited him out. Whoa, that sounds kind of gross. All right, let's check out question number three. How many days was Jonah inside the big fish? That's right, three days. Ooh, man. All right, here we go with question number four. What mountain range is Machu Picchu located in? That's right, the Andes Mountains. Oh, you're doing so great. Here we go with question number five. What year did NASA send a rocket to the moon for the first time? That's right, 1969. Oh, good job, everyone. You did so well. All 
Alrighty, it is now time to reveal the answer to today's brain teaser. Of course, I sure hope you've had time to think about it a little bit. And of course, I will tell it to you one last time. Thank you so much, Mitch, in Pleasant Hill, California, for sending it in. Here we go. We break, yet never fall. And it falls, yet never breaks. The answer, morning and night. <laughs> morning breaks, night falls. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you so much, Mitch, for sending that in. And remember, if you have one that you'd like to share on the show, please go to the forum, go to the website, and you will see where you can send yours in. And we definitely look forward to using it. And lastly, before we finish up today, we must reveal the answer to the what's it sound that we heard. What could that be? Of course, I'll play it for you one last time here so you can take one last guess. All right, here's the sound. Hmm, all right. Are you ready for the answer? Those are flamingos. Yep, those tall skinny birds. Oh, oh man, that was a hard one. All right, let's see how you do in our next episode. Well, I just can't believe that our time is up already. It goes by so fast, but I just love hanging out with you here. Remember, even though we mess up, if we ask God, he can help us so that we can change and do better. Also, just as a journey to heaven may seem narrow and difficult, it will be worth it, the effort that you put in. And of course, if we ask God to help us stay focused on him, he will be there for us. And lastly, don't let fear control you or keep you from growing or having an amazing experience. Just ask God to be with you and help you make good decisions. Love God, love others, and change the world. We'll see you next time here on God's Great Earth.